Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished God. And that opener was from Intergalactic. Um, I don't know if Kid Cudi made the movie, but him and Ty Dolla Sign were like really, really a big major part of a new movie on Netflix called Intergalactic. I keep hearing great things about the movie. Um, and it looks like Kid Cudi is... In a great mental space, and I'm really happy for the brother, honestly speaking. Yeah, I mean, this project sounds good. I haven't heard a good Kid Cudi project in a long time, me personally. I know he has a, a fan base that loves everything that he does. They but love everything he does. Yeah, from the Only Man on the Moon and then everything in between just ain't yeah, sound good to me. Man on the Moon, and then he had to put out a mixtape, and I was like, Kid Cudi is my nigga, and then I don't know what happened after that. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but... um. The movie is dope. It is a depiction of, I would say, a modern day love story. Okay. And it's an animation. Um, it's cel shaded, but it's mature. Um, and I watched it yesterday. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a real dope depiction from a man's perspective of what today's dating climate looks like. Oh wow. So it was it was based on today's dating climate. Yeah, based on today's dating climate. Um, and it was like the reverse of insecure, like you know oh, how wow. insecure is 
is coming Issa's, from yeah, like yeah. a woman's perspective, which was dope. Which is dope. Yeah. Um, this is coming from like a man's perspective, and some of the challenges that like men kind of face when uh, finding someone new while trying to let go of somebody old. So. I didn't. I didn't watch it yet, but can you just just give us a brief, uh, I guess, synopsis on what? What were some of the reoccurring or just general themes that resonated with you? And how did that make you feel as a man still trying to find his partner and the partner, whoever that person is trying to find you? What were some of the things that came up for you when you were watching that? Um, The story felt comfortable and it felt relatable, like in terms of so not to spoil it or give right. too much away. But like I said before, essentially, the main character um, is a guy. What's his name? Uh, damn, I forgot his name. I don't even know if they mentioned his name. Oh, wow. He, um... That, okay, well, that's also interesting if they didn't do that. Okay. Yeah, they might have mentioned his name, but I didn't pay attention to his name. Um, no, he, they did say his name. I, I forgot it. My man was caught up in a great love story. But, um, the main character essentially gets an upgrade in his job. Okay. He moves into a new apartment. Okay. And eventually, well, essentially, rather... He's starting a new life. I like this already. Yeah, he's starting a new life. City Boy's up with thousand um, points. It's it's in New York City. It's set in New York oh. City. What part? Harlem, Queens, Brooklyn? Nah, Lower East Side. Oh, LES. Okay. Yeah. So like his new job allows him the funds to to live and work out of um the Lower East Side. Nice. Um, and so as his life is starting a new one, that and he actually bumps into his ex. Oh. And she realizes pretty quickly, like, oh, wait, you moved out of where you were you were staying before and you got a new job and she's interested again. So, like, that element comes into play. But then his neighbor catches his eye and that's where the story develops. It isn't really a conflict like you think. It's not a Brandy versus Monica, the boy is mine type of scenario. But. The X uh, factor does play a, a part in the development of their love story. I say it like it, that. Son. God damn it. Yeah. But it's fire, though. It's fire because it's really about the love story. It's not, again, it's not about like, who do I choose and, right. oh, this X is doing this. And I then, like that. I like that. Yeah. For, I like that for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Level up, baby. Yeah. It's more so like the complication that I think all men kind of face at some point where. You might have a new prospect on your hands right. and everything is developing. Everything is cool. But somehow, some way, your ex kind of just enters into your life and things aren't 100 percent sometimes done. Yeah. Sometimes your ex don't even want to reenter your life. Let's face it. There's some niggas that when they elevate, they want to go back to their ex because they really wanted to be with them. And there's some people who when they elevate, they want to go back to their ex just to show them I elevated. That's that's toxic, but that's true, too. That that is true, sir. As you take that sip of nice water, <laughs> yeah, they might they might go back and be like, "That sounds mad dumb, though." Oh, we can like it's a tease. I think some people do that in terms of like, "Oh yeah, well you didn't want me when I was down, but you can't have me when I'm up." I just thought you should know that. I'll give you a little piece, but you can't have this long term type shit. I mean, that's toxic. I it mean, is. well. I, low key, I do want to be either invited or find out when one of my exes is getting married and crashed the wedding just to see who she married and then like determine for myself, is this nigga better than me? Because if he's not, damn, what are you marrying? Man, I'll get that shit from Facebook. <laughs> I don't need to go to the wedding. <laughs> nigga said, I'll get that shit from Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get that from Facebook. Um, 
You got an all man? Yeah, I got a few. Damn, a few. Yeah. Um, first one, which is the most recent one. I'm gonna start from the most recent to the the last. Um, today on the train, a man with a bike was um asking people. Well, and it was interesting how he was asking people because I felt like he was also doing a this is a phrase I do not even use on this show. He was using a an um an intimidation tactic, which when he asked people for money on the train, he would stop in front of the person he's asking and look dead at you. And I'm like, whoa, he was. Oh, that's now different. now that's some shit that I could take because I'm gonna look right back at you. That's a fact. Um, you don't want that looking right. That's me because you you don't want me to look back at you on the train, especially when I'm not in a jokey mood. But I'm just looking at you like I'm, I'm looking in your soul now. Like, nigga, stop. Okay, I, I'll make I'll make the train. So, oh, you, oh, you thought you was crazy, nigga. I'm crazy, nigga. I'm crazy. It's crazy. You thought I was feeling you, right? Stop. So he asking people when he's stopping in front of people. People are getting uncomfortable, and I've noticed. I don't know if you feel this way, XAB. I've noticed within the last two years. I can't blame everything on COVID, but what I will say is that, and I heard my coworker say this. And I was like, what are you talking about? Then I realized, no, I think I got it too. He said ever since COVID, when he's on the train and when he's at home, he feels more anxious. And I'm like, mm, I do think my anxiety went up a little bit. Um, I remember, I don't know if I said it on the show, but I think I told you uh, every time I get an email now, I get a little anxious. Um, oh, starting to shit. grow out of that. But that definitely came from being home. Oh, shit. And... Working from home, you know, that I like as much of a godsend as that is, it also for me just causes a bit of anxiety because it feels like you're always on call. Yeah, it's like you're always on go. Like and my computer at the time, like I would get emails, even if they weren't like important. Sometimes I get emails at like eight o'clock. I'll get emails at six in the morning. And then just hearing that email sound, bring whatever, that started to cause anxiety for me. So, like, I'm starting to grow out of it. Like, I'm I'm not as anxious now when I hear, like, an um, a email notification. But, yeah, that was, a, that was definitely a thing. And that came from, from right. you know, the last two years. Damn. So, yeah. So, long story short, the guy's asking everybody for money on the train. And nobody gives him anything. And... A woman that he originally was asking or asking among the people he was asking, I should say, she had a pizza box of like five slices and all of the pizza fell on the floor on the train. And she yelled, she let out a like a gasp, but she didn't, in my opinion, she didn't let it out the way I think normal people would have. They would have been mm. like what they would have been more uh, distraught. Mm -hmm. And I feel like hers was more contained. Mm. And but you could tell she was it was five hot i mean the steam was still coming out of the shit mm. i was like damn and a part of me wondered damn now what if the homeless guy actually walks back and just because he was asking for money asking for food he just comes back and takes it and i'm in the middle of the fucking train and i'm like i don't want to be involved in this shit i just want to get the fuck off my stop so that was the first all oh, man but i was like damn like if i was her i would be upset because <laughs> it was bad and other people it was like they was let down that her food fell, but I'm like that could have been and that could have been a cell phone and it just shattered, or I could have been glasses and it broke. So, I'll wrap pizza to the food on the floor because nobody's eating that. 
But the rats but in the New rats. York City. But the rats in New York City. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they about to have a field day. Yeah, I'm gonna, definitely going to have a field day. Um, next all, man, is... Um, so, me and my partner, Merce, shout out to my brother, Merce. Uh, he's a nurse of seven years. Uh, we came together and did something beautiful for the community of Brownsville at uh, Betsy Head Skate Park, which I realize now why they call it Skate Park, because there's a skating rink inside of the park, mm. which is fire, because I never knew Brooklyn had that. Oh, people don't come for me. I, I personally didn't know that. And this is also a park that I was just told was newly renovated, and they're still making renovations. This is one of the biggest parks I've been to in Brooklyn. This park is pretty fucking big. Um, they got a basketball court. Um, they got a they 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 got they got a part of it that I, I'm assuming could be like a mini baseball field. And they got another part that actually looks like more of a baseball field. They could probably also probably play like other sports there as well. They they have this big like um section where it's just nothing but slides and stuff for the kids, like 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 a playground. It's big. And then they also got an interesting, they got a basketball court. And then right beside the basketball court, they got like these mini basketball hoops and they're all beside each other. So like, even if you're like super, super small, you can like dunk on it. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But at the park, you know, we're doing this event for the community and I parked the vehicle that I was driving on the side of the road. I forgot to push the mirror in. And when I was going back to the car to get something, the driver's side mirror is shattered. And worse. I'm like, damn. And I'm calling up junkyards yesterday. I'm like, damn, like, you know what I mean? My mom really needs this vehicle to use tomorrow for work. And all the places are either closing. Um, and it's not, I don't have enough time because I can't just leave the event. Um, but I'm trying to call to see if they could put it maybe on, on layaway or something. And I come and get it. And a lot of places wasn't called. Some people I called, they was like, this is not even that spot no more. It's a brand new business. And I'm like, damn. And... um. That like that kind of had me like a little fucked up prior to that, because I told you this earlier before we got on air, bro. Prior to that, when I get to the spot, I didn't realize when I parked the car, I left the hazard lights on and then the car died. Ah, so, battery so, out of here. So I was like, what what type of day am I having? God, I'm doing something positive for the community. What the fuck is happening in my day? Like, goddamn, prior to the car battery dying, the vehicle was in Far Rockaway. I had to take a $40 Uber to get it. And then going back to Far Rockaway, I had to leave the vehicle there. And then I had to take a $40 Uber going back home. So, mm. so I'm broke, y'all. Okay. Um, also, we didn't have a generator. <laughs> we, we, had, we had to get a generator. So I had to pay $150 yesterday to get the generator. Mm. Because the person I was supposed to bring it bailed and, and didn't bring it. So, yeah. So... When you're doing God's work, when you're doing something positive, you got to always remember there's always some negative factors that will come into play, will try to seep in, and you can't let that fuck up the day. We still had a great day. Um, the kids loved it. The community loved it. A few of the elected officials that were there, they loved it. And, uh, yeah, shout out to my brother Merce for holding it down and holding me down because he definitely helped me out a lot yesterday in more ways than one. That's what's up. Um, so, yeah, those are my um, those are my all-mans. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I have some too, but I'm going to just leave with this and then we just get to the show. We're not talking about that man. I don't know if some of y'all was looking forward to us talking about that man. We said last week that was probably the last time we was going to talk about that man. We know he did some more goofy shit. We're not talking about that man. He either needs to seek help or he needs to... 
continue to spiral in whatever direction he is to get whatever he's trying to get out of this situation. So if his mental health, then he needs the help that he needs. Um, if this is attention because he about to drop something and he he's doing outrage marketing, I, I hope it backfires in, in the craziest way possible. But at this point, like I said, we're not talking about that man. Um, his comments are getting more disgusting. And it's just not worth putting on our platform. So um, that's my all man. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, niggas is bugging. But let's start this shit off with some other crazy, nasty shit going on. And that's Lotto versus Nikki. Now, oh, man, I don't like this at all. It's messy. Yeah, both of them wrong. Both of them wrong. That Nikki, uh, so Lotto apparently thought Nikki was subtweeting her and Nikki wasn't talking about her, supposedly. That's my understanding of how this shit all started. Shorty called a scratch off, though. Yeah, Shorty <laughs> did call her scratch off, which is wild. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. But then Fuck. from Lotto's side, it seems like Lotto is actually trying to have a rational conversation with Nikki. Right, right. And you can't have that with Nikki. No, I don't no, know if y'all didn't know that. I don't think I don't think the game realized you got a lot of trolls on the internet. You got academics, you got um six nine, you got fifty fucking cent Curtis Jackson, and you damn sure got Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Now this brings me back to like what was it, twenty eighteen when she was beefing with Safari and Oh, them? she was wilding on Safari. This God is the same damn. energy. Um, she don't give a fuck, dog. But I would say, in where she's wrong is you're the elder stateswoman. Yeah. So, in a situation like this, because Lotto released a phone call, a text like message, everything. So going crazy. It's like as an elder stateswoman, you're not holding yourself to that standard. Nope. So why would the youngins hold you to that standard? Yeah, and why should the youngins respect you at that standard? Right. You're not you're not sitting there like, oh, listen, Lotto, you thought the wrong thing. And let me tell you why you taking it straight to the internet probably wasn't the best move. Right, it wasn't the best move, mama. Right. Like, and if you if you respect me like how you said, then this is what we need to do moving forward. Instead, you going back and forth, you you know, getting real nasty talking about rape allegations and who looks 35 and who don't and they both wrong but my question is yeah i but i i think nikki was like od and though because i'm like nikki you know damn what this girl's nowhere near her 30s nikki cut it out this girl was on what was the name of the show uh grown-up hip-hop nikki stopped no nah, nikki was just being disrespectful at she that was point wild. but my question is um whose legacy is going to get impacted more by this little back and forth I mean, right now, if I'm keeping it 100 and I love her, she's up and coming, it's Lotto. Mm. Her legacy is definitely going to be impacted more. Nikki's legacy, we're talking about whose legacy. We're not talking about someone building a legacy. Nikki built a legacy. Lotto does not have a legacy in music. Right. There is no discography. There's no albums on top of, there's no plaques on top. There's none of that. There's some recognition now. There's a platinum record now, but there's not several right. platinum records. There's not several um, uh, billboard charting singles. There's not several awards. There's not several appearances. There's not several nothing. It's just things happening for Lotto. Yeah, I mean. It's not good. This reminds me of when they were going through the name change, and that was like a big thing, you know, mulatto to big lotto to to, to big lotto and now lotto. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. It's interesting because, like you said, this is a solidified right legacy versus a uh, building legacy, right, right? That might not have much to build on right now, right? And so, what does this little like Nikki's fans are delusional? Super delusional. Like I can sincerely Fucking, say that at this I hate point the in time. Right now, I hate y'all. Yeah, it's like nothing she says or does. Like her fans can ever bring themselves to say, "Yo, she's doing too much." It's like it's like they can never find any fault in her. And so there's not. It's not like she's going to lose fans from this. No. But Lotto does look to either get a blackballed by some people who I can see that. Are associated with Nikki on a music level, on business level, on right. mad different like that probably outside of entertainment, right? And then on the other end of it, she does stand to lose fans that might be more Nikki fans than right. than her, right? Because if they were already feeling Nikki and just started to feel right, you, you're gonna lose the ones that just started because there's no loyalty yet, right? And it's unfortunate to say, and I love Lotto. I've said that on, on the show. I think Lotto is dope. I think Lotto is real fire. Super promising career, an amazing woman. Uh, she definitely got thick in the last year. Um, she just needs to stay out of this. And I think one of the core values, and this is one thing that even though, you know, we're we going to talk about him later if he's on here, Lil Baby versus Act, because them, them shits online was wild too. I think artists lose themselves when they do this one thing. When you talk more online, mm. and that outshines your fucking music. If y'all music is not selling, if you ain't selling out shows and concerts, you shouldn't be talking to them. Nigga, go back in the studio and fix your project. Because y'all niggas just be out here saying all type of shit about women, all type of shit about niggas, all type of shit about your baby moms, all type of shit about everybody, and your music is trash. You're not selling. You're not making hits. You ain't saying uh, popping ass lines. You don't have popping ass features. The feature probably sound better than you on your record. The feature made your record. You was just on it, and it's yours. You got to focus on your music because that's the shit that we really know you for. Getting, getting known for other shit, like saying stupid shit about who you fucked with or saying stupid shit about who you want to fuck is not going to help your career. I, I just got I got, I got to be the one to tell you that. Me, I got to tell you. It's yeah. fucking bad. You give us content, for the po- and, and, and we appreciate you. But your music is ass. Well, why you, nigga, get back in the studio? My last thing on Nikki and Lotto is someone had brought up to me that Nikki has done this several times when a new artist comes yeah, out. Yeah, Cardi B was was one of them. Cardi, yeah. um, they had mentioned it was there was a oh, um, I think they said. Matter of fact, let me see if I could pull it up. But they basically said like this is starting to become her mo. If Car- if Nikki doesn't feel like you're a threat, you will never hear from her. But the young might, but the but but the city girls like the JTs will hear from Nikki, and it it'll be because that that's still a little fucking weird too, you know. Right. The little Kims who's an OG to all these chicks, you know what I mean? That was even weird, you know. The Remy Ma when the Remy Ma beef was happening, so it's I don't know. I feel like Nikki when she feels like you are a, a, a alpha woman like herself, and she feels intimidated or, or or she feels like you are starting to come into her territory, she gets relentless. Yeah, they so, so they said Cardi, Meg, and now Lotto. So I know Meg and her got into like a little How y'all weird forgot space. About Remy. You can't forget about Remy. Remy, for sure. But yeah, I agree. I think whenever it's the buzz is starting to build around this new artist or this artist in general, for whatever reason, there ends up being a clashing 
Like her and Cardi should have never. There should have been never been no beef. Should have never been no beef. Ever. There shouldn't have been any beef. Ever. Like Cardi is a free spirit, spirited, funny, loving individual, and Nikki. I don't really know. I think Nikki's the same way, but she picks and chooses when she wants to. Right, do right, Cause right. Nikki will have interviews where she's OD serious, OD hood. She a flex, oh, uh, I remember a flex interview she had. She was OD serious, OD hood. But then she'll do these other interviews and she's fucking giggly and, and, and fun and, fun and, and you know, uh, talking in her different voices. And I'm like, why can't we get this Nikki more? Yeah, I see it a lot with like the late night shows. The like late, she'll yeah. she'll joke around yeah, and yeah, but with the urban niggas, it's different. It's, and that's a that's an observation there. Yeah, that that's that's not good, Nikki. Um, Brittany Renner, yo, that it, commercial go crazy. She's letting you know that the side chicks are winning. Right, we've been saying that for weeks now. We we we've been we've been calling it without even really happening. Now we now we got context to prove to you that it's in full effect. It's in rotation. So she partnered with a southern company called Crystal. Nobody knew about them. I didn't know about. I them. I ain't never heard of them. But, but them, now but now we all know about them. Them chicken sandwiches look good. Them shits do look good. I don't even eat chicken. I yeah. might eat chicken because of them. <laughs> yeah. Them shit. Them 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 shits look all right. I'm gonna be sick after, but I might try. But does it bring up the conversation of? Promoting side chicks or side chicking. I don't think it was promoting side chicken per se, even though I must say, and we got we gotta give them credit, XAB. Whoever was in the fucking office, like, yo, we should get Britney Renner. Nigga, you got you get you got your dick sucked that night. You needed a raise. You needed a raise because who would have thought? That these two worlds could have came to fucking together. A side chick with some chicken that nobody know about on the side. With a little small, a little, little small side piece of chicken. Little small side piece of chicken. Yes, little side little, side. Little side side. Film name of the episode, little side little side. side. Little side side. Little side side. <laughs> Who the fuck are we? <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Big mama died Big from some low vibrational food. Some low vibrational food. A lot of sugar, a lot of corn, fructose syrup. <laughs> You know what? We love that. We love that shit. Give me diabetes, motherfucker. Give me heartburn. But what I'm saying is, whoever was in the lab, you were on point. Now, when it comes to her, I think she is embracing that, regardless of what the fuck you think about me, I was good at what the fuck I did. She's definitely, and I love this about her. She, she looks has like a fun girl, so she looks like she has mad fun. She's taking control of the narrative yes. that they have placed on her. Correct. Now, some of it is her doing. Some of she's, it definitely is her doing. She's done some. We're not going to act like she's, you know, a yeah. saint. Yeah, she's done some some side shit. Yes, some, you know, yeah. side side. Like dropping that book with, even though she didn't name drop, but with all that, dropping this that is who is I fuck. Dropping that book is insane. Yeah, um, but. She need to make her money too, though. Outside of that, she's taking control of that narrative. And if this is what y'all going to label me, I'm not going to let it put me on this level i'm gonna use this shit to make me catapult to the next she probably had a conversation with amber rose yeah she probably did uh speak with amber yeah for sure. yeah for sure amber definitely gave her some good counseling and they probably went and go you know had a girls night out and had their own uh private slut walk together the raiders uh, on some slut shit <laughs> we're playing wow. future yo while fucking russell wilson is practicing that yo. is some wild shit that's listen we live in a very transparent, petty world these days. Petty world. The word 
of the day. Well, what did I see? They they said that they they said the word of the year last year was toxic, which is true. I think toxic was being used from twenty. Niggas was using toxic for everything. And now they said the word of the day now was vibration. I I could see that because I, I could see. I don't know if that's the word of the day though. That's there's got to be another word that munch might actually be because munch is becoming the word now. And munch is we we got this word at the end of the year. What I'm saying is this: whoever played that song, because somebody got to push the button. Somebody got to push so we're the not button. Gonna act like nobody's not pushing buttons. We're not going to act like it was a playlist. Either one, they really fuck with Future, or two, they wanted to make sure that when they played it, they played it at that, because that part of the song that got played was about Russell. No, they wanted to, they wanted Russell to know what they, time it was. Yeah, they wanted him to know, and somebody said, but that nigga say the word Future every day. I mean, the name of her first kid is Future, and I'm like, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> that's really not the point, because there's two different futures we're talking about. That Future is a baby. He's a boy. He's a he's a kid. <laughs> we're talking about grown ass, the grown ass Future that put a dick inside of Sierra and gave her a Future. He put it. He took his dick out from the past and put the dick inside her in the present, and they, and they made a fucking. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm talking about. We back, <laughs> okay? In case y'all thought uh, we we lost our edge, we ain't losing. So, so world's most dangerous podcast. So Russell it was probably in the back of his head saying, "You know what? I can't wait to go home and be a good stewardess to my wife. I'm not gonna let this music and this um, derogatory shit fuck up the game." Emotional damage. Even though I think low key, low key, Russell. I love you. I think you're a stand-up guy. I don't know you based on what I see. You can never, ever in your life escape this because two things remain present. One, you are a stepfather to his son. So, and you and you said on national television, you claim him like he's your own. These are the words you said. Number two, Ciara will always have a connection with this man, even if she never speaks to this man again in life. And you, my friend, are choosing to deal with that. Well, see, that's where I think that this conversation takes a turn into the serious realm. Okay. And that's in two two places. One, I feel like this move kind of perpetuates the negative social standard that men like exes and baby mamas, baby fathers mm. can never be friendly or friends with the new person. Right. And I think that that is a quote-unquote toxic mindset that is a toxic mindset, right like future and russell at some point there's no reason for the beef other than the fact that maybe future wants that back but you don't do anything to make yourself worthy of having a sierra what's crazy is if future wanted that back he actually could i think he could have gotten that back Uh, i don't think so not 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 when the way they broke up if you remember, how did how did they break up? Again? I don't it know. was real bad. It was a real nasty. Oh, I don't even remember. How yeah, it was a real bad, nasty breakup. Well, if it was real nasty, that mean that yeah, she should just stay away from this nigga. Even it, even though there is something, and I'm sure we're getting to that. If you are a girl, head is always in the books. You go to school. You come home. If you don't come home right away, you're, you're doing an extra cloak activity. You're on the cheerleading squad. You're in student uh, you're in student um, honor roll. You are uh, doing something with the homeless, whatever it is. There is something that needs to be said about girls like that, women like that, who attract niggas who 
fuck niggas up, who shoot niggas, who end up in jail. Because a lot of these quote-unquote good girls, they're attracted to these thug niggas. And vice versa. You're a guy. Your, you know, head is in the books. You um, are somebody who's respectable to women. You know, you respect the law. You don't do anything that's outside of the bounds of, of society. But there's something. I don't know what it is. It attracts you to that girl that got her ass out. That girl who always be telling other people in the hallway, suck my dick when she get upset. There's something that's a, there's something that's drawing you to her. And I don't know what it is. I mean, <laughs> I know I got that problem. I know. There's definitely something to be said about that for sure. Um, it could be the quote unquote opposites attract. You you might not be a fiery person, but you love to see somebody live in their emotions, and that tends to be as a dude that tends to be like the quote unquote hood chick. Um, and as a woman that tends to be the the thug nigga that always is ready to bust somebody head open if they right. disrespect them. Cause they like that shit, but just not when it's happening to them. I mean, I don't even know if they really like that shit or they like what's underneath it, which is why I said um, when it comes to, like, the hood chick, you, I think a lot of times a calm dude likes the hood chick because of her fire. Okay. It's not necessarily the hood-esque stuff because okay. at some point the clean-cut dude is going to take her to the five-star restaurant and she's going to bring that bird shit in there and, then and he's going to be tight. I mean, yeah, and 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 that could also be the beginning of a downfall in his brain now because imagine the guy now that's not of that life. He don't even speak your language, but he likes you, and he's starting to like you for you, and he's treating you like that. And when he brings you to this place, I think at that stage, he's, he's putting a new expectation on this woman that he's dealing with. Now, unless she starts to adapt, some of the different things that right. has been transpiring within the last however long they've been dating. Brother, man, we know this firsthand. You can't change these checks. They're going to they gonna be who they be, dog, for you, real. You can't change anybody. And it's, yeah. it's the same way. And I think that that's, like you said, these expectations that you now put on this person. It ain't real. You met this dude and he was out here slinging drugs. And you think that after six months of, of dating, fucking and sucking you. He going to give it up. When you say come in the house, he's supposed to come in the house. When you say, babe, you know, I feel like we, we're in danger with the lifestyle that you live. He's somehow going to give it up. News flash. Just like these niggas who, who play football since they was five. This nigga been slinging drugs and in the street since he was five, ten years old. That's it. He don't know how to just give it up. Bobby don't know when to put down. The fucking uh, dime bag. He, he he don't know. No, he, he don't know how to put down no. the eighth. So it's either right. you're accepting that or not. So I think a lot of times what ends up happening is the clean cut guy don't really want the hood chick, and the the good girl don't really want the dude that's in the street. It's the underlying things that they represent. Like I think from what I've understood from my female friends is. A lot of hood guys offer protection, that feeling of protection of, okay. oh, this nigga is the type of nigga that won't let nobody play with me. And for whatever reason, especially when they're younger, that idea of danger, mm. that that this dude can present danger to other people, it, it feels good. It feels safe. It feels nice. And then with, with niggas, 
and me and you have have been afflicted by this in some way, shape, or form. Right. That fiery woman that when you go to the restaurant and she's willing to pull the waitress to, excuse me, miss, mm-mm, he ordered the prime rib and you brought him the steak. You need to take that back. Part of us, I think, at times, I can't speak for every nigga, but part of us likes that fiery aspect when you a calm dude and you handle everything with tact and smooth and yeah, get it done. We do, but not all the fucking time, though. Well, that see now that's the not that's, all the time. That's the next part of it because I think at some point you grow out of it. Shit. When you start to do enough self reflection, you grow out of one. You grow out of like the 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 that hood was, aspect that, of that, it. That was you letting go of the bitch. I like that. I like how it just you, fell out your hands. You let go of the hood aspect of it, but then on the other end of it, I think you kind of if you do enough introspection, you realize what it is that you're really attracted to. And I think that you kind of either work on it for yourself, because if, if it's that you admire her fieriness, maybe that means you need to adopt some fieriness yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right? Stop being a little bitch. <laughs> right. Yeah, you <laughs> might you might want to be able to stand stop up for being your, a pussy. Yeah, stand up for yourself. Right. right? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of different factors there, but yeah, I don't. I don't have all the answers as to why we like our opposites, but I mean, me neither. But a part of me feel like it's a problem. Like I, I need, I need to really like, I gotta really talk. Not only talk to myself, talk to uh, talk to a therapist, talk to God. Probably talk to the nigga that I fucked her over. Like, why do I like her so much, nigga? Why, nigga, why can't you make it work with her, nigga? I don't want to like her this much. I mean, I know one thing for me is like when I was younger, and that tended to be a pattern of mine. I always liked. The underlying things I always, and I still do, I like women that are independent. Right. I always want I a woman that. that wants me and doesn't need me. Right. I love that. A woman who needs me is not attractive to me. Like, if you, if if my paycheck coming in means that that's the only way you can pay your phone bill. Oh, damn. That's not attractive to me. Damn. Okay. Like, I don't mind paying your phone bill. Right, right, right. But you shouldn't need me to survive. Because yeah. that means that I don't know if your love is actually... For in me, regards to right, me or circumstantial about me about what i can do for you what's up yeah what's yeah. up so i can't i what's don't up, like Shantae? that hey what's up yeah we talking <laughs> to your ass i hey. need that person to really just be like yo i like being around you so much that i want you in my life so that independence has always been and always will be attractive to me unfortunately uh oh oh shit a lot of times independence is attached to a woman who had to be, who taught herself to be independent Damn. as a form of survival. Mm-mm-mm. Because dad wasn't in her life. Mm-hmm. Maybe mom had to work two jobs. Right. And she had to find a way to make it work in a city or borough where you got niggas catcalling everywhere she yeah. go. She got to figure it out in terms of how to make money for herself. If she yeah. want to go to school, she got to figure all of that out. So every, that Every time she take out the garbage, she thinks she fucking put in an application for fucking sanitation. So she now she, she develops what we would consider to be hood traits. Right. I got to be loud and aggressive to let these niggas know, right. don't play with me. I'm not fucking around. Right. Ain't no man here to do it for me. I'm the man... I hate when women say I'm the woman and the man too. 
because I used to date a girl who used to listen to this podcast religiously. She used to be like, yeah, in past relationships, I was the nigga and the bitch. And I'm like, I've never seen your dick. <laughs> I've personally never seen your dick. Is this something you want to tell me? Because I'm afraid now. <laughs> but that's that's the reality, right? Like, right. a lot of independent women pick up those those type of qualities. Right. And it's still attractive. Yeah. But I think what we're attracted to is the independence, but it also is always attached to, well, how does she get independent? Right. Through survival right. and being, and sometimes survival is attached to, I got to be hood. I got to right. make sure that I do everything my own. I got to right. be loud. I got to be boisterous. I got to make, maybe in the sexual realm, I got to be provocative so that I get the niggas that are going to give me money so that I can survive. Like, there's a, it's a deep, dark criminal Type link, my nigga. <laughs> Damn, nigga. It's a deep, dark criminal link, nigga. Like, are you on real ID right now? What the fuck? <laughs> Just singing through my whole thought off. <laughs> nigga started. Criminal t- what? What? Criminal minds, my nigga. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> What's happening here, dog? Help me. But. I also wanted to say in terms of Russell Wilson, yeah, this opens up a conversation about why certain men, oh, here we go, and certain women, oh shit, don't want to deal with people who have kids. Man, we just went there. So for all our listeners, <laughs> you got a kid right now that just won't shut the fuck up. This is for you. I know it sounds crazy. It sounds horrible. It sounds bad. God. That's not what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is, nah, nah. You're saying the truth because there's definitely a few chicks that I'm like, damn. If you didn't have four kids, fuck. But it don't be the kids though. It, it be the situation. It be the situation. I, know, I don't want to deal with your baby. Fuck that nigga. Really crazy. That that nigga. Yo, and then the the, the situations be real convoluted. Uh, okay. So you want to give? You want to? You want to just throw some shit in there? Uh, so. He had to sleep over last night. Why? <laughs> you want me to believe that that's all he did? He slept on the couch, but he ain't sleeping no pussy. But he ain't sleeping the pussy. He, he didn't take a swim. That's what you want me to believe. You want me to believe that you did not bail him out for the third time? You want me to believe that? That that is that why you said that we can't go out? On the cruise no more next week? You now, want- granted, I ain't, I ain't trying to say that there aren't situations <sighs> where you are actually loyal to the new person right. that is in your life or right. you dating and this this your your current situation, I mean, your, your ex situation is not given the same access. But I'm just talking from my experience. Right. I'm sure women have a similar thing with, some dude that they're dating and he talking about, yeah, I live with my baby mama. I know y'all y'all got those, but uh, I can only talk from a nigga perspective. Right, I don't, that, good luck. What's going on over From there? a nigga's perspective, it just feels a little, <laughs> it, it don't sit 100% right. This nigga got his hands full. <laughs> it, it don't sit 100% right. Uh, <laughs> fuck. If the baby father got that much access, I mean, he 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 got a lot of act. N- nigga. That nigga is not paying rent. He living in the crib, free. 
but not fucking? Y'all fucked already. It's happened. Y'all got kids. Y'all got a kid. So you mean to tell me it don't ever get to a point where you horny, he horny? And then y'all just do it. Y'all probably don't even have a conversation. He know exactly what to do. You know exactly what to do. And then y'all wake up. Y'all wake up tomorrow. Y'all might not even talk. But y'all bodies. And you might be tight about it. You might have been like, fuck, I didn't want to let this nigga fuck. I didn't want to let the I didn't want to suck this nigga dick. But fuck, I really need a dick. I really needed to suck a dick. It just so happened to be his. So I just think that like the scenarios that can come in Russell's case, now every time you go to play football, a team wants to to antagonize you. So now they play your very famous uh wife's ex. Husbands, and I I'm know. not husband, but ex boyfriends. And I know, music. I know, I know, I know for a fact that there's some niggas on his team that hang out with Future. I know for a fact we not gonna act like. Or they, or they love them some Future. They love and the nigga. They, they be like, yeah, yo, y'all niggas about to go to Future. Uh, <clears throat> y'all niggas about to go to Future <laughs> house party next week. Yeah, please, please don't, please don't tell Russell that I went. Yeah, don't, don't tell them, but I'm geek. Right. Niggas is keeping secrets, okay? They keeping secrets. So, you know, we not famous enough like that. But? But being in situations yeah, where it's yeah. like, yo, she's bad. Uh-huh. I don't have a problem with the kid. Right. But this baby father situation is a little yeah, sus. Yeah, because, yo, I'm a, I'm a kid. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> say too much on the pod, but I've had chicks tell me straight up. There's a reason why we can't fuck sometimes. Mm. And I'm like, nah. This nigga is interfering with my side pussy right now? Yeah, because she had to fuck him that week, so now she got to give it two weeks. Not even. This nigga don't want to watch the kids? It's been four months. Oh, that's on purpose. That- oh, where you going that you want me to watch the kids? Right. To get dick? Nah You not getting no dick We don't shut all that shit down The only dick that you gonna get Is the dick that you thought you was getting In your head bitch Now go play with the fucking sex toy <laughs> Go play with the fucking dead rose <laughs> dead, dead rose go crazy Dead rose does go crazy <laughs> Dead rose sounds <laughs> Dead rose sounds crazy <laughs> Um So This is bad Dead there was a conversation floating around about the dead rose is floating around in the water. What? There was a conversation floating around about moving your boyfriend in uh-huh. and how it fucks up the neighborhood. And I had never thought about no shit like that before in my life. I don't even. I don't even know what that means. I'm being, so. What the fuck does that mean? There was a, a woman who had posted something on Twitter that basically said, "Yo, y'all keep fucking up the neighborhood every time y'all move y'all boyfriends in." Because now the boyfriend is living here and whatever bullshit he was on, the same niggas we was talking about, the hood nigga that you moved in oh, now. So okay. now like this neighborhood was cool. You moved your boyfriend in and now at three in the morning, this niggas okay. coming to the door talking okay. about, let me get a dime back. <laughs> <laughs> what type, yo, what type of chicks is y'all, what type, what type of men are y'all dating, uh, ladies? What's up? But I was like, yo, that is, that is interesting. That makes a lot of sense, though, because I'm not going to act like I don't know niggas that do that, and then they chicks be complaining. And there's definitely a, dis- a disparity there, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if I move in a shorty, you're not gonna really. she most likely isn't 
going to have her friends pull up for down bags. Right, right. She's not yeah. going to fuck up the neighborhood as right. much as yeah. she if actually, she move a she nigga. Might, she might bring the beautification up in the neighborhood. Like, okay, we got some good, outstanding people that's living here now. Yeah, they, but... They water their grass, they plant. I have a neighbor who, her boyfriend, I, he don't live there, but every time he pull up, she has some type of fucking meltdown. Wait, that nigga's... What, that, wait, I think I know... It's still... Yeah? Nah, this is different. Oh, this is this a oh. new neighborhood. Oh, okay. New neighbor. Okay, new neighbor. Okay. I'm and new boyfriend. Okay. He think he a thug. Damn, man. He seems like a nice kid, though, but he think he a thug. Man, say he seems like a nice kid. <laughs> and Shorty, it seemed like I. there's been a couple of times where I didn't dipped out and saw him and her going at it in the hallway screaming at each other. Oh, I thought you said going at it, like fighting like No, that. no, 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 no. Like, I've never I, seen that. Like, I know you about to fuck this. Nigga, kung fu, nigga, stop. Yeah, nah, nah. I've, you I've, want your jaw? Yeah, I mean, there's been a time where she was screaming so loud, I thought like something was going on. And then when I went outside, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing. Oh, 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 he wasn't, he was in the hall, like he was in the staircase leaving, and she was in the hallway by herself screaming. Oh, okay, by herself. Okay. Yeah, like, cause she kept saying, like, don't touch me, don't fucking touch me. So, of course, I'm oh, like, oh, okay, right. Here we go. <laughs> right, right, right. So I go out, and then the niggas in the, in the, the stairwell right. not next to her okay. and she's just screaming don't touch me okay about to so, say like nigga yeah. you, huh, you you want to eat food for the rest of your yeah, life yeah yeah you want your jaw right your jaw not gonna work <laughs> if i hit you in it ever. yeah you you hey through the wire right. right. nigga, that will be your theme song yeah your yeah. jaw will not have a jawline stop but yeah that, that was an interesting concept um to think about and definitely it's not is not the reverse. This, this is yeah, only... Yeah, it's only pertaining to men. And, only pertaining to niggas. And only only pertaining to niggas. I was going to say black men, but only yeah. pertaining to niggas. Yeah, niggas. Because it's other black men, this shit don't happen to us. You yeah. ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about me coming to the neighborhood and bringing the value shit down. Nigga, I'm yeah. bringing that shit up. Yeah. What do we need to do? I need to be part of the Blocks Association. I need to be a PTA pro. What do I need to do to yeah. help out? I'm, I want to I help. I'm offering your neighbors right. sugar. All of that shit. What, y'all, what you guys need? Y'all need, need, y'all need salt? Rake the lawn a little bit. Yeah, what you need? Okay, grandma's not feeling well. I'll take her to the doctor. It's okay. I, I'll take her. This advertisement has been brought to you by Distinguished <laughs> God and XAV. Single niggas. <laughs> 2023. Soon. Um shout out to Ice T man. Fucking Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shout out to Ice Cube. Did I say Ice T? I said Ice T. Damn, I got Ice T up here too. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Fuck! Dang. Shout out to Ice Cube. Shout out to Ice T and Ice Cube. <laughs> no, no. I haven't seen Law Norton in a I, like- <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch it now. I like Ice T, but fuck Ice T. <laughs> I got to tag one of these ice niggas. Which ice? What? Ice? Ice Spice? Ice Steel Ice Cube? Which one? Which, which one? Is, is that nigga a much? Ice Box where my heart used to be? Which, which ice? Ox Ice at the corner store. Which one? Ice Cup? Ice Ice? Vanilla Ice? Which one? They going to jail. <laughs> Shout out to Ice Cube, man. Big three. Oh, my God. First black-owned sports league. Oh, history. Yeah, that shit's fire. I put a sponsored ad behind it because I want niggas to know that I, I support black. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to them. I ain't even got much more to say. I, I mean, ain't got much more to say because he's been working on this for years. I didn't know that. Well, first of all, I didn't know that it, it even mattered. 
um, that he would be the first. I personally thought, oh, at this point, you got black people owning teams now, so who the fuck care about a a, a whole league? But a league is pretty fucking A league big. is dope. A league is like, nigga, that's next level. So, and it's pretty exciting to watch. They get a lot of the no, older yeah. basketball players. Yeah. Big three is a fire. First of all, the concept is fire. The concept is lit. Because if, and he said he been working on this for years, and this is why it's always good to never count people out, bro. Because I think about a lot of artists, not like in Ice Cube's um, age bracket, but I think about, like, the other day I was thinking about Dej Loaf, and I was like, yo, where's Dej Loaf? Mm-hmm. I was thinking I was, I'm thinking about another artist, too, and I was just like, oh, uh, who, who who I like, um, actually, because I like his music, um, Rich Homie Quan. Right, right, and he's been rising yeah, back he's up. he's been rising back up, and I'm like, yo, where these artists be at? Some of these niggas really be getting they, um, they, they finances together in terms of what is their next business move. I always think in my head negative, like, damn, like these things might be washed up or like, you know, like the maybe money issues. No, they're trying to figure out what their next move is. They've already, for them, conquered and mastered something. That's how I always felt about Pitbull. Then I realized that nigga doing shit international. He ain't worried about rap no more. That's what I, that, that's what I learned about Flow Rider. He ain't worried about rap no more. Niggas are international artists. I mean, and that's the other side of this coin is like it helps a lot of the older sports, stay basketball yeah, stay players relevant. stay relevant. Like, could you imagine, I mean... This is outside of Michael Jordan's right. age bracket. But could you imagine if Michael had retired and eight years later was like, yo, I got a squad. And it's about to be me, Pippen. We know that will never happen. But it's about to be me, Pippen, and Robin against whoever next three niggas want to. We're going to be in this league for a little bit. Like, that would be fire. Who know, Who's to say that at some point we can't get when LeBron retires because you know that's going to happen sooner or that's, later. That's definitely going to happen. LeBron is going to be in there. LeBron's going to be in that league in the next five years. But how dope would that be? It's like, yo, we haven't seen LeBron play basketball in like five years, and then he puts a squad together, and it's like him, somebody else who retires that was really dope. Like he puts a nice little three together. That That's that's a dope concept. It's almost like versus. Like, yeah, it, 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 it is versus just basketball. And being that we're on the basketball train, I do not know if it's on this list, but unfortunate news did happen over the weekend. Matumbo was um, was told that he was diagnosed with a brain tumor, and yeah. and it's cancerous. Um, I don't know. I think he's fifty six. Thought he was older than that. Um, prayers and hearts up to Matumbo. Matumbo was beloved by the NBA. Outside of basketball and for bad, Matumbo was like our first. Um, what's this guy's name? Um, Giannis. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Matumbo, I really do hope they they figure out what they need to do. I know I know you just started treatment. Um, and I do hope that you're around friends and family. It's been a lot of fucking death this week too, man. Um, I mean to go along with that, <clears throat> prayers and thoughts to Kevin Hart and his family at this time. Right. Um, his father passed away. His father, who was integral to his, probably his most famous joke. Um, yeah, so he passed away. And I'm sure, I mean, him and his father had rebuilt their relationship and things were going in a positive way. So I don't know how long the family probably knew that this was coming, but definitely, you know, a time where... You want to put prayers up and hope that Kevin Hart is okay. And also one more RIP, a big RIP to um, a well-known international Haitian artist by the name of uh, Micah Ben. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. Uh, he was a member of the very popular group, Karami. He 
started his own solo career around 2009 to 2010 and started doing really well. He still played with the big group on their big tours, and he was a very, very, very um, humble guy. Um, I did get a chance to see the footage of uh, he had a big show last night, and I was watching some of his stories leading up to it. And it looked like everything was going good. It looked like everything was in place. And uh, unfortunately, he passed. He like he uh, collapsed on the stage, and it was uh, stated that he uh, suffered a severe heart attack. Yeah. So uh, R.I.P. to him. I spoke to several of my Haitian friends today, both men and women. A lot of them are taking it hard. A lot of them. Some people did not reach back out to me. I was like, damn. So whoever this guy was. He was very, uh, very close. A lot of DJs was reposting him, a lot of bloggers. Um, so uh, RIP to everybody who, <clears throat> who lost a loved one this week, and RIP to everybody who um, just just lost their life over just senseless violence or, you know what I mean, either, you know, that or not taking care of yourself or um, just, you know, taking life for granted. You know, I think what this always teaches us and what it will continue to teach us is, Life is short, y'all. Absolutely. And we just got to live it to the best of our ability and, uh, you know, just try to get rid of that negativity that weighs us down or tries to impede our journey in living life. Because I know that's all, that's always a struggle. <clears throat> Moving on. Um, now, this shit was weird. But Fabio Foreign's baby mother decided she wanted to take to social media. Insane. And just slander, yeah, slander. Just gonna call it what it is, slander. De- said he was d de- uh, down low, yeah, the d- d- famous character. That he was down low, and they be having <laughs> sex, and he would be like, "Oh yeah, I like taking that dick," or some foolishness like that. Um, said that he had STDs, right, right, which was the craziest part about it. Wow, that was the craziest part. Told people stop fucking him because he has like three chicks that are pregnant by him at this moment. Like, and then she had to go back online and say she was mad and she made all that shit up. I feel like a chick did this in the past and I was like, this should definitely be charges, like, to honestly be made and probably go to jail. I These are serious accusations. This, this Like, if she didn't take it back, can you imagine how much, and we're in a day and age where nobody fact checks. Right, you know, so niggas would have believed it. Easy. Niggas would have believed it. Oh, I knew that nigga, it would have yep. just went bad. And that's, that's the... And his credibility would have went down. Quick fast That's the downfall Of social media Is that nobody Is is so quick And nobody Everybody just takes Oh well if I trust This this person yeah. Or if I want to believe it I'm just going to believe it Type or, shit Or 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 If I want to fuck this person I'm definitely going to believe it I'm going to definitely hype it up Yeah I'm going to just uh, Share it Just to share show it. that I fuck with her Just show that I fuck with her And, be like, and then go in the inbox Yeah I always knew this nigga Was a fuck nigga I didn't know he fucked niggas though But I had, a, I had an inclination Yeah so When could I take you out but, but the other the other thing about it is women, this happens wilding, this happens more often than than a lot of people think. Like this idea of a woman lying on a man. I know we don't like to talk about that aspect of things. Nope, because there's always niggas lying on chicks. Right, and I know that you know we're in an era where it's, it's believe everyone when they come up and they say most. In most cases, we're talking about allegations, right? Um, that of abuse or something like that, right? But this happens a lot, and it doesn't necessarily have to go that far down the rabbit hole. But in regular, regular like scenarios, somebody might just be disgruntled from losing said person, 
and they will go spread rumors around you. I'll never forget. I had, I had a girl, and I was just thinking about this the other day. When I, I was dating, I had an ex. This was years ago. And my we had broke up. And I was talking to her one day, and she was like, so-and-so said that you was flirting with her. I said, what? Who? And then she was like, so-and-so. And I couldn't even remember who this chick was. And I looked her up, and it was her classmate, like her best friend. And I'm like, wait, first of all, this chick is is not even nowhere near my type. Delusional. Delusional. Oh, damn. Delusional, bro. Okay. And I'm like, she's not my type. She's your best friend. What type of dumb nigga shit would I be on to even, like, indicate that I was interested? I don't care if we broke up or not. I'm not going to go from you to her. First of all, you're... Ten times better looking. Why would I do a downgrade? What you wanted to say was, I wouldn't go from you to that. What the fuck is that? Yeah, what I wanted to say. What are those? What the fuck? What I wanted to say was, are you fucking kidding me? This bitch done lost her fucking mind. I wanted to text her and be like, yo, I would never. (laughs) There's, There's not a reality where I would flirt with you. But that's what some people do to big themselves up. Or to make themselves feel yeah, good. You're a better person than me. I would have did it. I'm like, yo, get home three-way. Bitch, I would never fuck you. <laughs> now, fuck you. I was like, yo, I don't know if she's confused. I don't know if she means me or if she means the me that was in her fantasy. Because oh, clearly shit. what was happening is she probably wanted to fuck me. The me, the, 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 the you version in her fantasy was real, was realer than you, but she thought it was you. Yeah, That's she crazy. thought it was me. Yeah, yeah, she was fucking daydreaming. Having having dreams and shit and right. thought it was real life. No, right. no. She woke up and thought your dick was really in her mouth. It was really her thumb. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. yeah. I, nah, it's bigger than a thumb. Oh, so. <laughs> she hey, ain't think yo. that. She hey, yo, swallow this pickle. Stop. <laughs> what you're doing too. R.I.P. to the goat. No. You're doing too much. Yo, this I'm fucking, fucking done. God damn. Um, miss this guy. Fuck. But yeah, nah, there's there's definitely uh, women out there that that come up with stories and they they put it on your name <clears throat> and you don't even know. There's people that talk about you and you don't even know. Like there right. was another scenario, I think, where oh yes, I remember this shit. Um, a mutual friend of ours yeah. was talking to me and was like. Yeah, so-and-so said you used to try and talk to her all the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like... Yeah, I I know about that. I was like, who? (laughs) I I never know these chicks. Who? It was like, so-and-so. And And I was like, oh, word? I used to try and talk to her all the time? So she was like, yeah, you used to be in her DMs and you used to be, like, flirting all the time and trying to take her out. I was like, yo, I don't remember that. But before I say anything, let me check. Ooh. I went into the DM. Ooh. There was two DMs in there. And it was like, what is that? Congratulations on your show or some shit like that. Okay. Well, or, and I think the other one was like, um, she had put up a, a post about some shit. And it was like, congratulations on that. And, and I'm now, like, and now suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, so this is flirting. And right. I, I don't see the correlation. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Get I it. wasn't flirt. You wanted me to flirt. With you, you wanted Stop. me to flirt. You thought Stop. that. Yeah, and that wasn't it. Stop it. Stop it. 
Um, it looks like the world is flirting uh, with Megan Thee Stallion again. Yeah, yep. The SNL skit was kind of funny. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I think funny. she's back being America's darling. I definitely or hip hop's darling. Yeah, I, I definitely did like it. I definitely think it was a good look. Even though she did say shortly after we saw those clips, she did say she's gonna be taking a mental hiatus because you know. Well, her 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 yeah. home got raided. Yeah, life not is, raided, but um, robbed. Life is lifing for her. I don't know what's going on. Some days I feel like she's up. Some days I feel like she's down. Some days I feel like she's really up, and some days I feel like she's really down. Yeah, I mean, she got a lot going on. Um, definitely I praying for her. I just don't be knowing like how people homes be getting raided. How secure is your house, or can your house ever really be secure? Like that's the question I want to ask everybody. How secure can your house really be? Well, I think with these celebrities, it a lot of times it be inside jobs, and I mean, it, that's all speculative. But like, she was in New York. The home is in L.A. You had to have known that she had to go to. New York, in order to know that there would be nobody there for and, you to rob it. And if it was an inside job, I'm gonna be honest, y'all. If y'all if y'all gotta wait till your friends become mega fucking celebrities, you don't deserve these niggas when they fucking poor. You don't deserve them when they own the come up. Because if you gonna do that, I would honestly rather a friend, quote unquote, yo, if if you gonna rob my house, bro, you might as well just rob me. Like you might as well like put put me at gunpoint and rob me. Honestly speaking, well, fuck, fuck I don't even house. think it's about personal. It's about how much money can I get? I get more money if she ain't there and I rob that shit than if yeah. I just stick her up. That's trash, corny. That's um, trash. I really hope it was not an inside job because now you got me thinking like who? So now who the fuck would do it? Yeah, I mean, I, oh. that's the only thing that makes the most sense <laughs> to me. It's all speculative naturally, but. I don't really, I mean, unless, again, niggas were just scoping her out. Because if Khaled Crib get robbed, or if Diddy Crib get robbed, because Diddy do parties at his crib, or if Drake Crib get robbed, I could see that being an inside job. For sure. Yeah, but my thing is, these at. niggas be living in gated communities. So, yeah, that, and that, But that's the other thing that be, nigga, there's security 24-7. So I don't get it. I don't understand. Is the security owner? Maybe he is. They need to fix that, whatever it is. Yeah. Um... Congratulations to Connie Diamond. Uh, let's, yeah. let's hit the round of applause for her. Connie, for sure. Alpha. She another hood chick I love. God damn. <laughs> I, I learned, I learned earlier, earlier on, earlier this year about Connie Diamond. Uh, somebody had posted her, then I reposted her, then she reposted what I posted, and I was in the inbox like, yo, keep doing your thing. And there was no comments. It was like more like Harding. Um, I feel like when people are like i guess about to blow or they're they're bubbling the some of the shit that i get sometimes not all the time i'll repost them because i'm just really a new york nigga like i love new york rap music and they'll heart my shit or put emojis they won't or, or their reposts shout out to capella, uh, capella he'll repost but they won't have a conversation um, but I think that's because they really just try to stay fucking focused. They trying to weed out who the fuck really in the DM on some right, the niggas trying to get something out of me or niggas is really supporting me. I think it's, it's a safety measure, like you said. Yeah. I think oftentimes people go into other people's DMs when they're in that like teetering about to blow right, scenario right. and everybody wants something. It's not just genuine love. It's right. not, yo... Congratulations, you, you're dope. It's, yo, congratulations, you're dope. Yo, you could do a feature for me. Yo, congratulations, you dope. You start entertaining the conversation. Right. Yo, you could come out to this event. Like, and so I think for a lot of people who have a certain amount of clout, they tend to get a little defensive in terms of 
answering who's in their DM. I don't necessarily always agree with it, but I get it, right? Like, and I don't know what it would be like because I definitely get randoms in my DM now, and I'm nowhere near, you know, 46,000 deep or 100,000 right, deep right, or right. 200,000 deep on IG. I just know that no matter how big I get, we get, I do know when I wake up the next morning, I'm still a human being. Well, that be the, I, that's I, the piece. I, that's, that's I, what. I do know that I'm still a regular-ass person. This just so happens to be my life now. And I guess it's easy to say that from this perspective, from where we are. I, I still, I really hope and pray to God that when we get there, I pray we still keep that. I don't think the, the, the idea changes, but the behavior might change. You might, you might answer a couple DMs and then start to realize I can't answer DMs the way I used to. Right. So personally, I still want my shit answered, though. So even if I'm not, nigga, we got a, we got a DM administrative person, nigga. You just going to go, you're going to sift through business. You're going to sift through fuck shit. You're going to sift through who's trying to. Well, that's what I agree. I mean, I I agree. I like the idea of, like, listen. Let's get, let's get, admit, let's get, let's, let's, let's get an admin person. Yeah, we're all human. So, like, just, just hearten or whatever, even if it's a no thank you. But then again, it'd be hard, son, because hearten sometimes is the best thing to do. Because if you say no to what somebody is asking, they might want to leak your shit. Or you end up being nice and entertaining a, a conversation and it goes left. And Shorty's like, yo, let me suck your dick. And you're like, no, no, no thank you. And then now wait, it's, wait, 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 wait. What if you really want her to suck your dick, though? I mean, that's on you. <laughs> but at some point, all this shit. Uh, if you look good, suck my dick. All this, all this shit comes back to you. When you hit a certain level, like at a at the level where it don't matter, it don't matter. Nobody cares if, I mean, not nobody, but very somebody. It's a very uh, minuscule. Amount. It won't affect your brand if right nah, as yeah. much if right now some shorty decides she wanted to leak your whole DM. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, it, that's, that's true. That's it's true. not gonna affect your brand. That, that's true. You got a hundred k and you got Sprite looking to have you do commercials for them and shorty. Shorty leak your shit and make it seem like you a predator. Now your whole shit fucked up. Sprite gonna look at you like, according to Sprite, this ain't looking right. (laughs) Can't do it. We're gonna have to make this shit a sunny delight. (laughs) (laughs) That was cheesy, but I like it. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Nigga, nigga, try Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Try Dr. Pepper sounds insane. Try the competition, bitch. Mountain Dew's not jumping on board either. We not doing this shit. Y'all who said they pulling out the deal. No more milk for you. No more. No leche. Yeah, (laughs) because we don't know if the DM is true or not, but this shit look weird. We're going to stay away from it because we we, we still got a company to run. Insane, man. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that, that just ain't it. But let's talk about what is it. If it ain't me. Baby, you see, cause I need it one more time. Might lose it all, I swear. How we get so deep so fast? Hey, stop playing, I beat your ass. You be on some toxic shit, but I cannot get off this bitch. I haven't seen you in two months. Oh my god! I see you, babe. Every time I see one on your picture, that shit drive me crazy. Girl, I know you miss it, nigga. Especially how I kiss it. Message say deliver. Why the fuck you keep going missing on me? Every time you get back in the picture, you act different on me. Hey, tell that nigga that we gon' have to share it. 
ain't tripping up. Mm. One more time might be the best for both of us. Maybe we should talk about it later when we Price sober up. Maybe we should keep it going. Maybe we should let it go. Yesterday's like if it's been, it's what it is, so I just let it flow. Price. Got something to handle, so I'ma be here for a I couple really like hours. Figured out you like the mindset yeah, and keep on saying the vibe. They got their own business, tell me why the fuck they all in the house. Mama raised a lot of things, but she ain't raised no fucking cow. We went to the moon last time, I'm tryna go back. We been doing our thing for a while, but they don't know that. I'll be you out, I'll be bad, but you can't show that. I'll be planning to cut until you come back. This nigga Friday is, is, he making his name known. Hey. Little Baby just dropped Definitely got a couple of joints on there And of course Shit got a little wacky uh, This weekend with Little Baby Academics and Quavo um, I don't know if we can Say Sweetie to some extent But Let's start with Ack He mentioned Ack a couple times on the album um, I guess him and Ack Don't really see eye to eye I, what's, what, what's crazy is I feel like I feel like Act definitely fucks with Baby in terms of his music. I've never heard Act say nothing crazy about Baby until until last night. I was reading them comments like, God damn, these niggas going crazy. Yeah, I don't remember it either, but I think something would have had to provoke Baby. Right, because Baby is not, Baby's very quiet. He don't start shit with nobody um, traditionally. I'll have to look more into it to see how this whole beef started. But um, yeah, he has some words for Act. Basically letting them know, like, yo, you're not a street nigga, so stay out of street shit, which uh, has always been rappers' right. beef with that. Right, yeah. I was about to say mad rappers have said that, but I think, and again, I don't know academics, and I'm sure at some point we're going to be covering a lot more music once we start bringing back artists and shit. We're going to be covering music. One thing that, and I was, I, I've been listening to academics uh, prior to even being on a podcast with the good brother XAB, but I've I've been watching his rise and I've been watching what he's been doing and a lot of the stuff that he does I do like in terms of how informative he is about getting new artists um, out there even when uh, a lot of the other um, big platforms are not discussing these artists and he does go in depth with these artists. Um, he did um, speak a lot on the Breakfast Club interview about how he's very close to a lot of music execs and how they give him information and how he's able to disseminate that across his platforms and the different things he does. Um, so I definitely give him credit for that. Um, however, when it comes to certain artists and I guess like the culture, I think for the artists, and again, this is not taken up for academics, the artist got to understand this nigga is doing his job. Whether it's right, whether it's wrong, this nigga is doing his job. Like how we are now on dad hats and bow ties, we're doing our job. We are giving our opinions. We are giving our revelations based on the conclusions that we uh, gather from the news that we do disseminate. And at the same time, I don't think we're necessarily picking sides. I mean, we, we do have our favorites on, you know, who's the, who's the better artist or who got the better album, but... We don't know none of y'all motherfuckers. So to actually take a lot of this shit personal is too much fucking energy. It's too much energy. I mean, and I don't know if it's personal. I think sometimes it's pow pow. To, right? put, to put it on wax, 
I think that's pow pow. I think that's okay. nigga. Keep it up, and you gonna see like it. It's just some bars right now, and it depends on what was said. I don't. I don't know what started this. A hundred percent. So like it depends. I think the difference between us and Act and some of the other platforms that are out there is we try to stay in most cases, unless somebody actually does some extremely wild shit, we try to stay as respectful as possible. That is true. Right? Like, if someone does something we disagree with, we just say why we disagree with. We might throw a little joke here and there, but we try not to, I think, disrespect. I think Ak at times gets a little ahead of himself, and he says and does things in a way, whether he's doing it to be a provocateur or not, I think he says it in a way that becomes distasteful. And when you're deeper in the industry, right, like there's certain ways of saying things and there's certain ways of disagreeing with people where you don't have to necessarily uh, rub them the wrong way. Everybody knows how to do it. They make the conscious decision, though. Right. What is going to make my content blow more? Right. Me saying it this way or, or me, me saying, saying it that, that way? way. Right. You know what I mean? And I think he constantly decides to do it the way that he knows is going to get yeah. some attention, right. which... You know what I mean? It, like you said, that's part of his job. Yeah. But um, what is also part of his job is what comes with that. Yeah, because um, going back to the interview that he did have on a breakfast club, he, he said a lot of things that, for me, like put a lot of things in perspective in terms of the reader's digest of what we do collectively as a podcast community, as a community of journalists who... Um, whether you see our face, you probably hear our voices more than you see our faces. Um, but when you hear the content that we're saying, we're kind of putting ourselves in the middle of fire and bridging the gap because we'll say things that you don't necessarily agree with, but we'll also say things that will give you a different perspective on what we're talking about. Right. And sometimes we say things that you want to say that you'll never say. Exactly. So we are in a sense, we are part of what the void is, what the gray area is in a lot of respects. Um, however, we also, if I'm also being very candid and transparent, we're also putting our most vulnerable thoughts and our most, um, you know, um, not, not outwardly uh, spoken conversations out there. And the... The risk, going back to what you the risk that we're taking, depending on what it is and who it is, can be greater than if we may even want to jump on and do another fucking episode. Because what we say and what we don't say could be or could not be damaging. And we've learned this earlier on. So it's important to also understand, guys, artists I'm talking to now, this guy is just somebody who has an opinion. And there will be other people that also have an opinion about your music. And this was also the same guy that I was fucking friends with six nine. So you got you got to know who the fuck you're talking yeah. about. You got to know who the fuck. You're I, yeah, and I think that whatever uh, stirred baby, it wasn't about music. I oh, think it, it was it was some it other, was something something, something that was yeah, said. He that said some other shit. Act probably because remember we were talking about Act a few weeks ago when Act was um um didn't call um Regina a bitch, but then the mom came out and was like, "Yo, fuck you, calling my daughter a bitch." So again. Do you say it this way or do you say it right, that way? Right, that's what this right. that's what this that's what this whole shit is about too. Cause we know we could be really saying some wild shit on this podcast for real. But it ain't it ain't worth it. I, it's not worth it. To to 
And I think that takes away from the authenticity. Yeah. I think our audience rocks with us because we're authentic. Right. If we just start getting on here saying the wildest things possible that nobody, everybody knows we don't believe that shit. Right. We're just saying it to get clicks in. Right. Then we become them other podcast niggas. Yeah, we start watering our shit down, watering the product. When we know this and shit. that's exactly, and that's what, I mean, this, we actually stumbled onto a different conversation, but that's what a lot of podcast niggas don't understand. Yeah. Podcasting is not about putting a mic in front of your face and saying the wildest shit you could possibly think about and think, oh, I'm going to get some clicks and some, some views because I said some wild shit. That's corny. Your product is trash and eventually it's going to die out. Be your authentic self. And that's always going to get you an audience because when people relate to you authentically like yo i fuck with that nigga i might not say what that nigga says but he be saying what i be thinking like that's real shit that is a actual village of people a community of people that are going to come out when you do a live show as opposed to you just trying to outrage market be kevin samuels be academics be all these niggas that are provocateurs be monique yeah just to Dumb niggas ain't coming, and if they do come to your show, they throwing tomatoes. Boo. Oh, they, yeah, they, 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 they're going to be shitting on that shit. Heavy. Um, Let's see. Where we at? Well, the other reason why Ak was in the news was because he was screaming at his girl that he's the prize. That video looked insane. I actually watched that video with the volume off. Yeah. It looked crazy with the volume off. I ain't going to lie to you. Now, he said he was breaking up a fight. Right. Right, which I don't know, but damn, okay. All right. And I get it. Okay. All right. But screaming at you, that you're screaming the prize. That you're the prize sounds insane. That sounds crazy. I mean, niggas know that we are the prize in 2022. Niggas should have been, but screaming at your girl saying that sounds crazy. Nah, I'm sorry. Scream. Screaming I'm the prize. Screaming sounds, I'm the prize sounds, sounds nuts. Sounds nuts. Screaming I'm the prize as a grown ass. Like nigga, over two hundred pound nigga. I'm about to kick you in your balls. You don't get the fuck out my yeah, face. Yeah, that shit different. That shit weird. Um, all that spit in her face. Can you imagine? His breath was probably hot. So <laughs> nobody knows what's happening with the metaverse. Nope. <laughs> nope. I didn't want no parts. I still don't want no parts. I don't know what this is about. They said fifteen billion dollars. Something like the million, the billion of crabs is just disappeared. They don't know where the money is at. Interesting. And nobody from Metaverse is telling uh, others what they did with the money. So, so, so for context, the money that was put into the Metaverse or the money that people spent in the Metaverse? Money spent to build the Metaverse. Oh, whoa, whoa. A lot of people are saying the Metaverse has not developed as quickly as they thought. It's too fast. And they're trying to figure out where the money went, where $15 billion went that was supposed to be building this metaverse. Marcus Zuckerberg got the answers. <laughs> Somebody got the answers. Somebody. Sway definitely don't. But, but I do think it's too soon. I think what the vision soon. is that they want. They're trying, to, they're trying to force it on us. It might be another five years out. What they really want from the metaverse in terms of it really being this more organic experience where it's not. Like forced, that's five years out. Yeah. The technology hasn't grown enough yet to make it like this thing where instead of going to school, you put on your headset. Right. Like it's not there yet. And I think that's what they want. So yeah, I don't I don't know. That's all we got in terms of metaverse. On to politics before we get the fuck up out of here. This was a great show, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just like 
This probably one of the shortest shows y'all get into. Y'all should be happy. I don't want to hear shit about it was an hour and a half. No, bitch. This is like an hour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we <laughs> Flo was like, y'all niggas still doing two, three and a half episodes? Nigga, nigga, we still doing a show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jerry Martinez, I think, is the shorty's name. I don't know if I got it. Or Junie. Or I, don't, I don't really care. Um, so she went around basically saying that this... Her colleague's son, who is an adopted black boy, is a monkey. She oh. said it in Spanish, I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess saying it in Spanish, she thought it was going to be. She just thought niggas couldn't translate in 2022. Like, niggas just don't go on Google and find nothing out. <laughs> fucking idiot. And then had to step down from her fucking position. Bitch, we knew that was going to happen. You're dumb. You fucking idiot. Let's see if I let me let me just make sure that, I, that clip was crazy too, and and whoever the shout out to the motherfucker that was recording because that nigga he he had that he was ready to go he knew he knew something was crazy because she talks like this all the time yeah. so imagine what's being said that we will never get on on, on fucking uh record her name is Nuri not Nuri. not not Jerry Nuri it's like black and brown on this float and then there's this this white guy with this little black kid who's I don't like how she said black. Este niño has no, he's, they're not doing, yeah, no, they're not doing, the kid is bouncing off the effing walls on the floor, practically tipping it over. There's nothing you can do to control him. And I'm just like, oh my God. All the, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, this kind of also kind of talks to racism. Some of the divide between the black and Hispanic community at there's, times. There's, 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 there's always been a, a crazy divide because I think deep down inside that there are things that happen to us in the hood or quote unquote in the neighborhoods and we feel like they're the problem. They feel like that they, they feel like that we're the problem. Um, in terms of territory, in terms of why the fuck you here. And then also a lot of this, to be honest, a lot of us, you know, have been through a lot of different shit. A lot of black people were taken um, from where they traditionally were. And some, you know, black people, immigrants, had to fight their way in this country just like they have had to. So I think a lot of the disparity and, uh, and a lot of the issues come from being in low-income communities, um, not having the right resources to get certain jobs, um, having to fend for yourselves, whether that's, you know, going out, killing people or robbing people or being a prostitute. Like, we share a lot of similarities. You got prostitute on your mind a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to tell me something? I might have to pay for one after the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I might have to pay for two. Um, yeah. Okay, okay but, sir. Yeah. Uh, so I think that... Um, a conversation needs to be had with the Spanish-speaking community and the black community. I mean, it boils down to one thing to me, and that's white supremacy. Um, oh, damn, okay. Yeah, I'm, I think that... Straight to the juggler, divide and conquer. Exactly. Uh, you have dark-skinned Hispanic people uh-huh. who are black people well, well, that just I speak Spanish. I just, yeah, they just so happen to speak Spanish. Yep. Um, and then you have the lighter-toned, uh, fair-skinned Hispanic people and there has always been this idea that is rooted in white supremacy mm-hmm. of this notion that the darker your skin is, um, the more you are a bad person or negative, Correct. whatever have you. Now, the difference is 
within the black community, we have been placed in so many positions where we fought for it long enough that although colorism exists, we don't really subscribe to that shit as much. No. In other cultures, they still subscribe to it heavily. Even though they may be removing themselves from it, they subscribe to this idea of fair skin is good, dark skin is bad. And when you have a whole community of black people that don't even speak your language, then it's easy to point to them and say, you're the problem in my area. Um, And then on the opposite end, like you said, people reverse um, the scenario and then point to others and say, you're the problem. At the end of the day, we often say black and brown, which is including almost everybody in that spectrum that is minorityed and othered within this country. Well, what's so crazy is, you know, excuse my ignorance, I don't know. I don't even know when we fucking started saying black and brown. I was just like, I thought we 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 kind of covered that when we say black because all y'all is is kind of in that. Like, you, well, as you, as you don't, you don't put brown on um, a job application, that shit ain't on it. As we've tried to become more progressive, um, it's it's widening the spectrum of colors that get minority because not everybody, um, I guess, necessarily considers themselves black. Um, and but yeah, no, I, I, I get that, but I don't even want to fucking say this, but how far are we going to go, man? Like how far, like I remember what, what was it back in the day? Didn't, didn't, didn't back in the day we had something like red skin, like on, on like that or like Alaskan or Pacific Islander was on. I don't, I don't know what it is these days to be honest, but the the point I'm trying to make is in terms of. Um, putting in a bubble or writing down on a job application what your ethnic background is, how far we will, how much more do we need to include so that everybody feels included? How far are we willing to go? I mean, that's hard to answer if you're not, if you're, if you're already quote unquote included. If you're not included, I presume that it, it feels like more of an issue. Because I think it's an offense though. I, I think, I think it's a double-edged sword because you're you're gonna put what um a group of people would predominantly identify themselves as. So it's gonna say black or African American, which that's on the same line. And then um you're gonna put white Caucasian, that's that's on the same line, but then there's some now that says black but then it says in parentheses not hispanic right and then there's another option that says other either way i might not I'm, i might feel offended because if others then i gotta write what i identify as you could write whatever the fuck you want so so you know and this is me being a bit you know silly but also being serious nigga if you felt like that day i'm gonna just put green because i identify as a green person you don't see green. You might see, you you might see black, nigga. I'm green today. I mean, that's the problem with with race and Too categories much. and ethnicity. To some ethnicity, not so much, but with race, race is not like it. All of these things are constructs. They're they're human made systems of categorization to try and identify. Unfortunately, with race, though, that's why I said not so much with ethnicity, because in ethnicity. 
is literally pointed. You still can put like a scientific basis behind it, right? right. You're still pointing to culture, region. Right. Where are you from? Haiti? All right, so you Haitian. Right, right. You're, you're pointing to particular things. But with race, race is this blanketed thing that is more attached to social constructs of what the idea of a black person is as opposed to they're actually being black people. Because even under the spectrum of black, you have so many different types of individuals that if you broke it down, what you consider black over here definitely would not be black over there. So black is, is, is weird. White is weird. Um, Asian is weird because when you think of Asian, what's the first thing you think about? Like China, Japan, um, maybe Vietnam, but Asia also has mad other ethnic cultures and backgrounds that are associated with the Asian continent. Right. So there's just that, that, that the race construct is just fucked up and goofy and causes so many problems. I feel like America made this shit up. Well, that's the thing. Race is actually like, it was something that was made up in like the 1400s and stuff like that. And it was, it was automatically associated with, with racism. Right. Like it was not, it was never a time where race, existed and it wasn't like some other like what the first categorizations of race had and you can find this out at the um the the museum that's in dc but the first categorizations you had like race in terms of black and then when they would when they would describe the black people it'd be like uh typically from like african descent they're low uh the iq is low they have big foreheads. Their oh, features wow. are are not that uh, beautiful, but they're strong and this, that, and the third. And then they would talk about the Asians. Asians are a little bit smarter, but they are like, and they were talking about like Mon- Mongolian Asians oh, at the time. Shit. So it would be like they're a little bit smarter, but they're savages and da 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 da. Like they literally, that was how race was developed as as categories. And but that looks like that was based on another group of people's perspective european on, of course right, on on other people who they perceived was inferior to them. right didn't share the same culture so guess. because your culture still has you in maybe using spears or something like that right. to live off the land you're you're insignificant to me i got guns now right because i have a gun right we we we, we got we we using gunpowder now you still throwing bows and arrows not knowing that it might be more uh, advantageous to use uh, bows and arrows in that region uh-huh. as opposed a to a gun. Fuck is a gun going to do? That's not going to help me uh, really get what I need to survive. What I don't really get is how Herschel Walker is still in this race. With- Herschel Walker, oh, <laughs> Maybach. Yo, Herschel, yo, that debate was a fucking dis- that, that was That was terrible. That it, it made it made for good TV though. I didn't see it. I only saw the bro, clip. Bro, I was bro. I was watching that shit like, <laughs> is this happening? Or oh, my mama, this is not happening. Or oh, my mama. Or oh, my hood. These niggas is wild and yo, they would not let that white lady talk. Yo, I was like, I felt I felt like I was watching two lawyers go back and forth about a case. And at some point, they let their egos get involved and then it became real. Did you see when the nigga pulled out the party city badge? Yeah, yo. <laughs> Fuck, man. I was like, what the fuck is, yo, politics has become so fucking comical within the last five, six years. Ever since y'all let Donald Trump in, this shit been going to a whole nother level. I'm sorry. And I'm I sorry. hope, 
I I this hope those in Georgia don't bite their foot in spite of their tail. Like I hope they don't make make make, make the good decision. Yeah, don't don't uh, just do it because you love them. Don't don't be like I don't know if y'all don't like um uh Warnock because he's quote unquote like a regular guy. But Herschel Walker uh, used to play what football? That that's why they loved. Yeah, him. and the nigga got CTE. Like. <laughs> The nigga got CT. Fuck! <laughs> I don't know. No, Ow! Nobody wants to tell y'all. I mean, but it's pretty evident that something ain't a hundred percent right up there. You know what I mean? Like nigga said, I'm watching concussion. <laughs> I feel like it every time this nigga ends up on TV. He be saying some shit though. I just be like, damn, Herschel. Um, I'm I'm glad you're not playing football no more though. Well, nigga. Jamaica is not gonna let. <laughs> Jamaica ain't letting certain shit on TV. Bullabye, 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 burn him, 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 him. If you're this bad money again, turn him, 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 him. <laughs> Yo, no more. When Jamaica made that announcement, I said this will be the first of many countries to come because we, we, we I don't know a lick of uh, um, Creole except for um, Sapase and my Sherry. But these. <laughs> You like that, right? <laughs> no, nigga. <laughs> ah! My eye! Uh, these other countries better get the fuck on board. Now, what's interesting is, why did it take so long? Because Jamaica's, not a lot of it, because I don't want Jamaicans coming after me. The ones that grew up in, in, in was that I was just raised in a Jamaican household. So I'm speaking from that perspective. A lot of Jamaican music that I heard growing up, they consider it when it's like when it's really vulgar, when it's really like provocative, the the category, well, the theme is called slackness, mm-hmm. uh, uh, slackness, and slackness is basically when you're talking oldie spicy, and you're talking about fucking and sucking, and that's a lot of that's a lot of what that's a lot of what plays in the clubs and and. In these Americas, okay? A lot of uh, Vibes Cartel, a lot of Bujiman, a lot of fucking Beanie Man, a lot of Elephant Man, a lot of Vegas, a lot of um, uh, fucking, who else? A lot of Shensia, a lot of Spice. A lot of these artists, a lot of their music is slackness. They talk a lot about a lot of sexual things. And Jamaica, let's not get it fucked up. A lot of people go to Jamaica for three things. We ain't going to act like there's not a stigma attached. The first thing is weed. We not going to act like y'all niggas. When you think about a typical Jamaican, a lot of people be like, oh, them niggas smoke weed. Number two, niggas go to Jamaica because a lot of people consider Jamaica paradise. A lot of people consider Jamaica a paradise country among other countries. Number three, a lot of people go to Jamaica to fuck. So we we just we just gonna leave it like that. A lot of them, a lot of their music is deep rooted in having sex. A lot of their music. So it's gonna be interesting to see now if a lot of the other conscious artists, because there's a lot of conscious artists, a lot of the culture artists. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see now if that type of wave of music is going to still make Jamaican music ring off in the clubs in the years to come. Because we know even though Jamaica did this, this ain't going to be the first Caribbean country to do this. 
I know Haiti's next. St. Kitts is next. Um, Trinidad and Tobago was next. We, 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 we going to see. We're going to consult. A lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. A lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see. I know there was some people who were saying, um, you know, art mimics um, reality. So this is this is because the art coming out of Jamaica is representing it a certain type of way, and people aren't fucking with that. Um, so, like, the people higher up aren't fucking with the image that is being presented about Jamaica in terms of the drugs and the sex and everything else. So this is their attempt to change their image, but I think that also is ignoring the realities of what's happening in Jamaica because a lot of shit has been going down. A lot of the drug lords are glorified. Yeah, um, they're more glorified than the politicians, which is crazy. Right. A lot of them, I, I watched a documentary not too long ago about like how it got so crazy at one point. There was this drug lord who basically basically took over one part of the island and it was like, nigga, oh, you got to see me to come in and out. Oh, shit. Like, so... <laughs> fuck, damn. Yeah, so, like, we... Shit I, like that. I, I understand the idea of, like, well, let's not put so much of this glorified lifestyle of killing, death, drugs, sex, murder, um, and let's not nationally, I guess, like, promote it. So we're going to ban it from our TV. We're going to ban it from our radio stations. <laughs> That doesn't mean that you can't still get it. I'm sure that the bootlegging oh, bootlegging. industry is about to go stupid. Bootlegging about to come back. What well, major comeback? It might not be a long comeback, but it's gonna be short lived. They're coming back though. Yeah, and so they're, as they're trying to make it, I guess more so of a thing where young people aren't seeing that 15, 16 years old and and saying to themselves, "Well, I want to be a drug lord," um, and they're trying to change that image. We'll see what happens if it's effective or not. We're gonna we're gonna also see. For you to probably hear exclusive music now, of the other platforms that are not radio, you're going to hear that shit on there more now. So YouTube, probably going to hear a record that you probably would have never heard on, a, on, their, um, on the radio. You might hear it now. Well, this puts pressure on the artists to now get signed by I, America. I was about to say, this puts mad pressure on those artists now to get signed by some American labels. 100% like Hell fucking yeah They they gonna wanna get that Shansia route Instead of uh, Yo uh, Instead of the Vibes Cartel route uh, Definitely nigga Everybody should avoid The Vibes Cartel right Vibes Cartel got married To a fucking woman That nigga's in jail Yeah I don't know when I don't know when He's seen the real light of day He might see the light of day In the fucking yard He ain't seen the light of day Outside that fucking prison Yeah but like It's interesting Cause some of their Biggest artists Have already signed To American labels Popcon is with Drizzy. Right, which, um, is, which is so fucking insane. That is, and Popcorn was, was really blowing up and out before Drake. 100%. Which is crazy. And then you got Shansia, who is, is blowing up. Spice, a lot of them already here. Um, Buju just got out of jail, what, two years ago, and Buju was definitely signed to an American label. Definitely signed. So maybe they saw the the writing on the wall. They saw the shift and was like, all right, we got to change it. Well, I know Buju saw, saw that shit. That nigga was in jail. So I know he sort of writing on the roll. It's time to clean up and figure out what I need to do to stay relevant and to still make music. We're going to end this off with the craziest thing that I have ever fucking read, I think, in all my years. Okay. So we got Mike Itkiss, okay. who was a politician, okay, who dropped his sex tape on Pornhub right. 
to promote his uh, positive sex campaign. I definitely did not see the sex tape because uh, I'm not. Of, I'm not watching. Part, I'm, of, that, part nah. of that was creepy to me. Like, why would I watch a politician? Nah, I don't want to. That's a little bit too much self disclosure for me. Yeah. And when I saw, like, they played the clip of him rubbing on the titties, I was like, politics is a joke now. From the from the dude last week that said, you don't want to call a cop? Call a, call a crackhead. crackhead. I was like, yo, w- w- the streets is done. The, street, the streets is done, like, for real. Because this right here, nigga, this right here is trash. Okay? Listen, the this animals is, is dying off. The right. animals are saying, fuck y'all niggas. The earth, the earth is, is about to be like, I got something for your yeah. ass. And the politicians, they don't got no answers. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to drop sex tape on, on Pornhub. Hey, we are floating in the middle of, I don't know where we are. Yeah, I don't know what the right fuck now, is going on right so now. Shit, is shit, shit, hitting, shit hitting over there more than it's hitting here. <laughs> over here, it's not, it's not working. Yeah. It's not working. I don't know, dogs. It's not working. It's definitely not working. Fuck. It's not working at all. I want to quit every day. Mm, I want to go. Right. Like, we got to get that drop. Yeah, we have. <laughs> right, I, don't, I don't know what the future holds. For, for, for I, don't, I don't feel safe And there's nowhere to go Yeah that, that, That's the thing Where the fuck are we going I don't feel safe The city fucked up The country fucked up The world fucked up Your girl fucked <laughs> up Well your girl and We fucked up together But you get you get you, what I'm saying Yeah Yeah <laughs> Shit like that I don't I don't know My man's literally said Yo they had to sit in a boardroom. Distinguished. They sat in a boardroom. To discuss this. And they said, yo, how we going to get some views? How we going to get people to sign up for your campaign? You know what? Drop a sex tape. <laughs> that was the answer, bro. Drop a sex tape. And not only drop a sex tape, we're going to uh, we gonna get the seed money from Pornhub. Cause them views, them clicks, we get we getting money, and we gonna get one of the baddest. I think she's like a real like known uh, sex uh, work, like not worker, but like a, a porn star. We gonna get a porn star. You gonna fuck her if you really wanted to fuck her. You for thirteen just, minutes. You could have <laughs> fucked her without being without adding it to your campaign. Like, you you could have had her rub up on you, you or some have, shit. Right. And it not go to, but it's a real, it's a full, it's him fucking her supposedly. I ain't watch it, so I don't know. Well, but well, according to the article, I'm, he's fucking I'm, her. I'm, 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 I'm going to play devil's advocate. I, I'm I, not mad at the idea right, of a right, positive right, sex. Right, right, right. And, but that is just a, it's the extra step. Well, I hope, I hope he fucked the shit out of her. I hope he fucked the shit out of her because too. Because if, if you didn't fuck the shit out of her. Because the idea is supposed to be. You're going to lose the campaign. Lost. If he nutted in, in three of them I, five and thirteen I, minutes, I pray he nutted on her face. I pray he went crazy. Nah, he ain't go crazy. I know you know wait, he ain't wait, go crazy. Wait, 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 you know he ain't, the nigga last name is Itkiss. He did not go crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, now because, bro, if he didn't go crazy, this was the dumbest fucking thing you ever did in your life. It was thirteen minutes. You can't go that crazy in thirteen minutes. You go look back. Just to be like, what the fuck was I smoking? Now, that's the problem. Ten years from now, it's bad. You like why? Why? Who why? let me? Why? You better sue your campaign the team. Whole team was in on this. Like we gonna make an ass out yeah. of this nigga. <laughs> then we go sue this, for reparations. This nigga actually signed off. He right. really, he's with the shit. He really did it, and he really lost. Fucking clown. He lost. But I get it. He's saying he is in um, favor of legal prostitution. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. For but real? I thought that already happened I in really New thought, York. I thought that was a thing already, and I'm mad confused now. Yeah, because this is a New York um, I politician. Was, I thought that was banned in other states and countries. Nigga, that's not... Nigga, prostitution is... Li- I could have swore then Mayor um, at, uh, de Blasio started it, where it was like over COVID time. Yeah, and again, this is not to be um, disrespectful, but again, context. Uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio's wife used to be you know, a part of that situation. Um, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so the story is he found her in like a very fucked up situation in her life where she was, you know, on the streets doing that. And he got her off the streets and they really started to to develop a real a really good friendship. And they actually, you know, over the years, they got really cool. And, you know, what I mean, when he rose to fame, that's when more people learned about her story. I was learning about it through other people that I knew that was working for him when he was running for office. Interesting. Yeah, so um so yeah, so I could see him doing that, but this situation is next left field. This is worse than the baseball game last night that I was watching. It's bad. What's the tough knot, broski? I don't know, bro, but I just like tying my shoes. All right. I like I like tying my shoes. I like crossing my T's, dot my eyes. All right. And I'm gonna just mind my business on that. Yep. That's that's all I got for them. Um what would dad say? Dad would say enjoy your Sundays because I don't know how many more of these we got left. I don't know how much more we got for y'all. Get your shit together. It's the world's most dangerous podcast. Dad has some bow ties.